Wake Up with Patty Catter. I love the show. I never miss an episode. It's the best. I turn it on and turn it up. Hello, everybody. You're listening to and watching Wake Up with Patty Catter. I hope everybody's doing great. This is going to be the first official show of the year, even though we had Antonio on last week. Um, this is our new year video. So, and to those listening podcasts, I have today Alicia Thompson on the show. Alicia is a Navy spouse. She is a content creator. Some of you are probably like, what is a content creator? So without any further ado, I'm going to introduce Alicia. Alicia, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. You're welcome. So if you could just very quickly tell people what a content creator is, and then we're going to scoot back and go through a little bit about your history and where you came from and things like that. Awesome. Yeah. So a content creator, um, the way I like to summarize it all is I am the jack of all trades that your business needs. Um, so anything under the marketing design umbrella, I can help your business thrive in. So whether it is content for your website, whether it's content for your social media platforms, um, whether it is content for print marketing, whatever it could be, um, I like to say that I can offer it. So if I don't know it, I like to learn it. So it's um, true. So yeah, <laughs> Alicia is my content creator and she has helped me so much from just kind of giving my website a little bit of boost. And um, she created the Patriotic Mermaid website totally from scratch. She helps me um, with marketing materials and has just been a huge blessing to me. So thank you, Alicia. Yeah. So I love it. Yeah. Could you tell our listeners where you're from? So I am from upstate New York. I'm from a very small town um, north of Albany. Um, So it's very, very small. And I grew up in a very, very small school. I graduated with 69 students. So I am your tech, you know, your small town girl um, and currently residing in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, how was your childhood? How would you describe your childhood anyways? I would say it's very colorful. Um, my childhood, I grew up traveling with my parents. We lived in multiple different homes as I grew up, um, very close with my family. Um, Colorful being that I got to experience a lot. I got to live in Florida. We went to Disney World. My parents literally tried and worked their asses off to give us everything they possibly could. Um, And I I definitely got a taste of, you know, taste of life growing up, which was very great. Well, that's pretty good because you ended up marrying somebody who now was he in the Navy when you met him or after you met him? Yes. So Kevin and I met at a bar. Um, we, we met while he was in prototype for the Navy. Um, and I swore to myself, I was never going to marry anyone in the military because I do have a military family background. And I just, I didn't think it was for me because I really wanted to, you know, work on my own goals and make sure that I had a husband that was going to really support me. And I found both, you know, I found somebody that's serving our country and is amazing. And um, I'm able to thrive and and have a beautiful life with him. So, um, but yes, he was in the Navy when we met. Mm-hmm. A content creator is pretty perfect for somebody whose um, spouse is in the military, I believe, because it seems like you can do that from anywhere. Is that correct? Yes. Um, so that is a beautiful part of being a designer in general is you just need your laptop. You know, you just need 
your laptop. And if there's any other pieces of equipment that you may need, you just can pack it up in a bag and, and go wherever. Um, so that is a beautiful part of my career. So how did you decide you were going to become a content creator? Because I mean, for me, I'm not artistic at all. Um, I don't think that I could put a website. Well, actually you've seen my stuff before you worked <laughs> for me. So, um, you, you're amazing. I mean, does it, is it something that came naturally or is it something that you really had to um, learn? So growing up, I was always in a creative element. Um, my great grandparents were very creative. I have family members that are very creative. Um, you know, my, my great grandma was a seamstress. My great grandfather was a barber. Um, he was a phenomenal drawer. Um, and he got me into the creative world by doing sidewalk drawings, you know, oh. and I always go back to that because mm -hmm. that was one of my favorite memories as a kid, you know, was just going outside and drawing on the, the sidewalk and all over the driveway. Mm -hmm. And through that, you know, I, I had a great childhood where my parents allowed me to really adventure into that creative world. And even though like money is not guaranteed in a creative position, it is just something that you have to keep working at, you know, like the best exercise in any field is to just keep going and just keep practicing, you know, like you're not immediately going to be a great football player, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so drawing, it takes time, it takes skill, it takes technique. Um, and any type of design element is the same way. Um, so I just kept going as, as a young adult, I just kept going and I had amazing people. Like my high school art teacher was absolutely phenomenal. He just like kept you know, punching me through, you know, he's like, Alicia, you got this, like, keep going, keep going. And I just put all the, all the effort into it. Um, so definitely, you know, it, it definitely takes people behind you to just don't give up, you know? Mm -hmm, absolutely. So one of the things that I like about you, and I don't know if you spoil me, I'm kind of afraid to say it on the air, <laughs> but sometimes I'll just write down like some of my ideas and you take it to the hundredth level. <laughs> Um, is that something a content creator typically can do or um, are you just extra special? <laughs> Aww. Um, well, I don't like to speak for other designers because everyone has their own process, um, their own way of billing and things like that. For me, one of the biggest things that I, I, you know, put towards myself and I, I stick to it is for every client, I want to do what's best for you. So if you have ideas and you're like, say at A, I want to do whatever I can to get you to excel. Um, so if you have an idea, I'm going to pinpoint you to all the different possibilities, you know, and I get excited for you, you mm -hmm. know, and I think that's one thing that makes me work the way that I do is I just have so much passion. Mm -hmm. So any type of client that comes in, whether you're doing just branding, whether you're doing website, um, whether you have a clothing line that just launched, you know, I'm going to show you all the different directions that you can possibly go in. So as much as I would like to say I spoil you, I, I try to put the cherry on top for everybody, you know, mm -hmm. um, and, and try to spoil everybody and just keep feeding ideas. Um, and I like to fuel your fire. And um, like I like to say, I like to create magic. So. Mm -hmm. You do, too. You really do. Um, so if I were a new business, which I already know the answers to a couple of these, because obviously <laughs> you came in when I was um, launching a new business, um, perfect mm -hmm. timing too. Um, but if I were a new business looking for a content creator, what should I look for? 
So if you are a brand new business, one of the biggest things is to really establish your budget. And from there, write down your main things that you really want to achieve. So if you're a new business, you really want to get a good foundation. And with that foundation, you want to make sure that you have a very strong logo, a very strong message. And with message, I don't mean just a tagline. You want to really think about what your story is going to be. And from your story, you can then feed through and create those funnels that you know will establish your website and the foundation of your website. And then from there, you you know, you have all these different roller coaster mind maps and stuff like that. So you want to find a content creator that is going to help you create that journey and that path. And And one thing with a content creator you will find is sometimes they just want to create the design. Mm -hmm. I am more of the content creator that wants to help you through the the process and really fuel your fire for your brand and and create that um, success journey. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can find different variations of content creators. It it all depends on what you have the budget for um, and how long you want to have that relationship. So I like to say I'm a content creator that is going to live with you for you for your brand. Mm -hmm. And it's, that's true too. Um, one of the things that I really like is that you give me homework. I have worked with other people who've done um, either websites for me over the years, and I kind of tell them what I'd like, and they kind of, you know, they put together some really good things. But with you, I just feel like you're so much more in depth. So, I mean, I'm not going to give away all your little secrets, but you do have some great secrets and some great um, homework for your client to do so that you can pinpoint exactly what is going to work for that brand. So I really appreciate that too. Um, and now one of the questions that used to bother me all the time when trying to find a content creator is a lot of times people ask you right up front, what's your budget? And I always get like weirded out about that. Like, what if I give them a really high budget, for example, and then they take advantage of me? Or what if I like lowball them and they'll never talk to me again? What do you say to clients who come to you and ask you, um, you know, either what are your fees or, um, you ask them what is their budget and they're not answering you. How do you get around those hard corners? So I never start a conversation off with what's your budget to a a new client. Um, I I like to start off with a create and discuss free 30-minute consultation. And in that 30-minute consultation, I ask the hard questions. I I ask, you know, what are you trying to to succeed in? What is your journey? What is your timeline? And when I say timeline, I'm like, okay, I'm thinking of, are you a better client for straight up packages? Or are you going to be a retainer client that we are going to work through phases? And I like to hire more new businesses on as retainers so that we can really strategically think about the full scope of the project rather than just like, Hey, I have a brochure. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so that create and discuss really helps me understand your needs. And from there, I strategically create a proposal and then we work up contracts. Every, everything that I do is under base packaging rate and hourly rates and things like that. But I like to offer discounts. I like to really work with every client individually pricing wise. I have, you know, that base structure that I go off of, but if you're a new business and you're like, Hey, I just can't afford 
a thousand dollar branding package, but you know, I could do this right now. You know, so I try to work with people. I, I really am here for you. And I think right now more than ever, it's the time for the entrepreneur. It's the time for the small businesses to really thrive and, and really speak up and say like, we're here, we're powerful. Like let's, let's crush this year, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I I'm here, I have custom packages and answering those hard questions. I think the, the biggest part is you want to hire somebody that's really wanting to understand you and really wanting to work for you. So you don't want to just be a paycheck. You don't, you don't want to just write things off and be like, okay, yeah, I went to this website and bought a $50 logo that you can't do anything with. You know, you want to be able to do something with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is so stressful. I love that we work on a, like a long-term kind of a contract um, because it is very stressful to me as a newer business owner to just have like a base price because I need somebody who can grow with me. And that's another thing too. I think that smaller businesses, when you're starting out, you know, you may not be able to afford as much as maybe a business that's come, you know, been around for five or 10 or 20 or more years. Um, so I really appreciate that about you, that you are in it for the long haul. If you want, if the client wants you in for the long haul, um, it just freaks me out thinking about trying to find somebody else. So you can never leave me. (laughs) (laughs) You're we're, we're, uh, we're partners forever. (laughs) Yep. Partners forever. Yeah. So uh, one of the questions I like to ask on the show is what obstacle have you faced either in your career or in your personal life? And how has that um, trial, how have you overcome that trial? Yeah. So going back to, you know, being a military spouse, meeting my husband in a bar and falling in love with him and, you know, living that fairy tale life. We got pregnant pretty quickly. And when we moved out here to California, we knew that he was going to be going right onto the onto the deployment with the Teddy Roosevelt. And we we knew all the challenges that we were going to face with having a newborn while he's deployed. It ended up being really rocky because I had a great pregnancy. However, I had an emergency C-section with my daughter and he wasn't home. I had a lot of emotional problems. You know, I I, I really suffered with postpartum depression. It was a very, very hard recovery for me. The the C-section was was a very long recovery. And the emotional baggage that came with having that really hard emotional C-section, I, it really did affect my my mental state, the the work ethic that I was putting through. And then um, there was a lot of things that came with it. Like my full-time job that I had was no longer there when I came back from maternity or uh, my postpartum journey. It was just like, I wasn't there mentally. And so I really needed to figure out, you know, kind of slap myself around, you know, I really needed to figure out what I was going to do. Like I had this newborn baby and I had about six to eight months until my husband was going to be back home. So do I move back home and be with my family? Do I try to find another job and put her into daycare, but I wasn't recovering that well? What do I do? So I decided to move back home and and really utilize my family, which was probably the best decision I could have done because I really got to see some help. I really got to recover. And um, I'm so grateful that I had family that was, you know, there for me. And then when I came back to San Diego with her, I, I had to figure this life out as a single mom until he got home. And I got my daughter into daycare. I really started working on myself more. I started seeing a therapist. I really started getting that hamster wheel turning, you know, and and really started saying like, I'm going to get my bearings and I'm going to get my shit together. And, you know, yes, it was sad. Yes, it was hard. Yes, your stomach is 
completely different than what you were when you were 16. But you know what, you got to get out of that puddle for a while. And you got to you got to figure out how you can dance in the rain, you know. So after getting her in daycare, I really went full throttle with my business because I was freelancing through all of that, you know, like I never really truly had a maternity leave. So I think that was another baggage that I had was I just kept working through, but I wasn't good at doing the work that I loved. I wasn't really feeding through the creative element that I really wanted to. So with the the therapist, with getting back here, getting my bearings together, getting her in daycare, I really started seeing my business full throttle and really started understanding my purpose. And, and like, I wanted to help brands thrive, but I also needed financial stability, you know? So I decided not to be full time in my business. My daughter was safe in a really beautiful daycare. I have been blessed with a at-home daycare out here. And with that, I decided I'm going to have my business and I'm going to have a full-time job and I'm going to figure out how I can be a mom and do all of this and just keep pushing forward. And I'm not going to lie, it's hard. You know, it's exhausting. Uh, there's some hours or some some nights where I get like four hours of sleep, but you know, my babies are super happy. I, I feel happier than ever because I'm doing what I love to do. Um, but I think the biggest thing was just mental. I, I needed to figure out what it is that I wanted and get myself going to the point where I can wake up every morning and say, okay, this is what you're doing. You got to just keep going, you know? And like we've, we're on our second deployment of the year in a pandemic. And I have two kids now. Um, it's like, whoa, <laughs> you know, how looking back at that huge challenge that I had to overcome with my firstborn, that traumatic C-section, that really tough year. And then I got pregnant again. It's like crazy. Um, but I'm, I'm thriving more than I have ever thrived before, you know? And so I guess like my biggest thing is for a military spouse perspective, life can be really hard. Military life can be even harder, you know, doing things on your own, raising your kids by your, by yourself and, and having those battles mentally with, you know, just saying like, am I enough? You know, do I work on my fitness or do I try to eat healthy? Do, what do I focus on? And it's just baby steps, you know, every single thing that you do as a habit every 21 days of creating those new habits it's amazing how that roller coaster just starts evening out and you just can start picking up more things in the basket and just be like okay i'm unstoppable you know and um i think that's really cool as a military spouse because you are challenged with doing things on your own and one of the things that i was saying because i was in um the San Diego Business Journal talking about um, AMSI. And one of the biggest things is you just have to find people that are going to help you and support you. And in my own business, that's my biggest thing is like, I look up to AMSI. I look up to, you know, you, I look up to all the people that are helping our veterans, active duty military, just the military spouses in general, like all these entrepreneurs that are, are listening, you know, like there's people here that want to see you thrive. And even in the darkest, you know. Now to interrupt you really quick, I'm yeah. sorry about that, but um, it, could you tell people what AMC is? Because I do know Flossie Hall and Moni Jefferson. Yeah. And, um, I'd like to give them a little shout out. Yeah. So AMC, um, the Association of Military Spouses, they are a, a group of military spouses that are advocating for entrepreneurs in so many amazing ways. Um, so I know Flossie, she, she was a mentor of mine through the thick 
of my struggle. Um, she really empowered me. And, and um, even if she didn't think that she was doing it, she did. And her posts, like Moni's posts, just seeing them post about possibilities. It, it's like, you know, you just see it and you're like, you take it how you want to. It's just like reading a book. It's whatever you get out of it, you know? And for me, it was the kind words and the motivation that really helped me go, you know? And they're like that in person too. If um, yeah. you're out there listening and you follow any of their um, social media, uh, Flossie and Moni are really just like their posts. <laughs> so they're really in, enthusiastic and encouraging. Um, and it's really neat how um, the military spouses throughout the U.S. and all over just support each other. I love that. Um, now, Alicia, what has been your, who I should say, has been your biggest motivation? Well, he's not around anymore, but my great-grandfather lives with me every single day. My great-grandparents, they, they definitely showed me hard work. Um, my grandfather was a barber. She was a seamstress. And just looking back on their life and seeing, you know, how they worked for family, how they constantly had family over, you know, it, it definitely is something that I hold dear to my heart. And like, I strive to be, um, my mom is probably my biggest role model. And I look up to her so much. Um, you know, she is a hard, hard worker and she put family first in so many different ways. And no matter what, she's never given up. And, you know, I look back at the things that I've learned from her and I try to try to be the same mom. So I, I would definitely say, you know, my mother is is probably my number one. Now, um, what has been your biggest challenge as a content creator? Ooh, probably with me. Um, <laughs> I'm like, ah, I have, I have this idea and that idea. And then the next day, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, that's the fun me. part. That, that's, that's the fun stuff though. You know, like I love going into those weeds and being like, okay, I had this idea yesterday. I have this idea today. And then me just seeing like, it's a challenge, but it's like, it's me saying, okay, well we could do that idea with this idea and piecemeal it together and find a beautiful, you know, a beautiful solution. Um, so I, I love that type of stuff. Um, I think the biggest challenge for me is, is really figuring out how I can be a jack of all trades for anybody listening and, and offer all the services under the sun, but really focusing in on how I want to have my pillars, you mm -hmm. know? Um, so I think that's been the biggest challenge for me personally is within my business. It's like, you can't offer everything, honey, you know, <laughs> you can, you can do it all, but like, what do you want to shine in? Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah. I think that's a great advice for anybody starting a business. Mm -hmm. It's so true. I'm working on that right now. Um, I, I told Alicia, I'm kind of working on scaling back and focusing on my, you know, two things for sure that are most important to me. And, um, I love that she always has my back on that. She's like, yeah you need to do that. And, um, I also love that you keep a really great schedule. So we meet once a week. Um, we have a really good schedule going. We have a little, um, app that we use to keep track of projects and you're always on top of everything. And I know that I can call you or text you. And even though you might be in a meeting, I know I can leave you a message and you'll always get back with me. And I appreciate that so much too. I, you're the first person that I've worked with in a long time where I feel confident knowing that you're not going to drop loose ends. I'm not going to have to babysit you. I'm not going to have to keep checking on you to see if you're doing things that you said that you were going to do. You always do it. That's huge to me. So um, if you're out there listening and you're looking for somebody like that, Alicia is definitely your go-to person. 
Um, Alicia, what are your social media website or like your website, your Instagram and all that stuff? So I am all under um, Thompson Create and Create is C-R and the number eight. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can find me at Thompson Create, um, hashtag Thompson Create and uh, www.thompsoncreate.com. Mm-hmm. And if you were talking to somebody who is a potential client, do you have one last thing that you'd like to tell them before we sign off today? 2021 is your year and I'm here to support any needs that anybody needs. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. She is, yep. she is amazing, you all. Um, so if you need anything for your website, and again, could you just run down because you do so much, tell everybody one more time, what exactly you do besides website design and you make really cute graphics. What else? Um, so one of the big things that I'm working on in 2021 is to really get some clients that are looking for email marketing. Um, so email marketing, I, I help create the content for emails and website design. And, um, I'm really trying to get back into the print world. So. So anyone who's looking for business cards, any type of print marketing, uh, definitely have the content ready. I'm so excited about that because I have a couple of things I want to talk to you about later. <laughs> yeah, so, I know. <laughs> well, thank you everybody for listening. Definitely check out Alicia's website and her social media. If you're watching the video, you're going to see all that information right now. Um, if you're listening on a podcast, you can go through the notes on the podcast of this episode and you will see all of Alicia's links. So again, everybody, happy new year and and thank you so much, Alicia, for joining me. And I can't wait to have a follow-up episode in the next few months with you. And everybody, you're going to see me shouting out to Alicia quite often. She's just fantastic. Oh, thank you, Patty. Thank you. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you for listening to Wake Up with Patty Catter. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all you do. Follow Patty at Patty Catter on Facebook and Instagram. Get social. You can now watch Wake Up with Patty Catter on Amazon TV and Roku. It's the only podcast I listen to. Be sure to check out Patty's apparel line, The Patriotic Mermaid at thepatrioticmermaid.com and on social media at The Patriotic Mermaid. I love it. Special thanks to Patty's content creator, Alicia Thompson. Thanks for all that you do. Visit ThompsonCreate.com for all your marketing and design inquiries.